Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Jay, can you say Josh Widdicombe? No. Oh. Josh Widdicombe. And can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Good boy. Look at that. That's an estuary twang. Dartford, Gravesend, chat and talk to me, Josh. Okay. From? Here's a clip of my two-year-old son, Jake, attempting to say both your names whilst being blackmailed to do so with the prize of chocolate at the end. Uh, open brackets. I didn't have any chocolate, so jokes on him. Close brackets. Huge, huge fans of the, that's gonna. The huge, huge fans of the show. <laughs> Whew, that's gonna surely cause more problems than it solves, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's not. The kid's not gonna be happy with that. No, kids. I mean, uh, your your problem. Huge, huge fans of the show have binge listened to everyone and constantly recommend to other frazzled parents, friends. I know we had Jake on the eighth of April, twenty twenty. My birthday. My birthday. Your birthday. My is birthday. It? Oh, that was real panic stations lockdown. Oh, what was going on there? Yeah, at the beginning of the first lockdown, your podcast saved my sanity and marriage during some incredibly challenging times. I've got Is no that you memory or of that, but the listener. Yeah, the- <laughs> was that you talking to me? No, I haven't saved All my right, sanity, Rob. Um, if you've been listening, Jake was born with a medical condition. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> Did you go into a serious point off oh, banter? You would never work on this morning. Do you know what? I had a proper one show moment there, Rob. I, there's Go a on. reason in the auto cue of the one show. I've noticed yeah. that it says in brackets tone change, tone shift. Okay, tone, tone shift. shift now. Live. Okay. Jake was born with a medical condition that was very isolating, but listening to your podcast with other parents' perspectives helped us manage the road ahead, knowing we weren't alone. Thanks for always being so honest and adding a touch of humour to some of the less appetising elements of touch of child rearing <laughs> a touch a uh, big love lisa dan layla five and jake two thank you very much that means a lot thank you how do you think i dealt with the tone change there um i think you may i, th- I don't think you, you hid it well no i think you know you've got a long way to go to be philip schofield yeah um do you know what no, when i started doing the podcast today do you know what i noticed what? you know there's like 
when I get the QuickTime up, you see my little file called Other. There is some weird stuff on computers that I've never used, and I, I just started thinking, who's using this? Other sounds 100% like um, where you're keeping your pornography, Rob. There's keychain access, don't know what that is, system no. information. Stickies. Stickies. Um, airport utility, what the fuck is that? Time machine. It's time a time machine. I've got a time machine. Got you'd a time think, machine. You'd think they made that more central, wouldn't you? <laughs> that would be the main selling point yeah, if I had a computer on. with a time machine on. Um, the console, the digital colour meter, chess. Have you ever played chess on your computer? No, I don't like chess. I find it too stressful. I feel like people are plotting <laughs> against me. It's not like you. No, no. <laughs> Well, they are plotted against you. That's the point yeah, know, of it, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. It's like that one. You know the one where you turn the wheels, and is it called down? It can't be called downfall. Is it called downfall where you turn the wheels and the <laughs> and it turns the wheels on the other side for the person, and you don't know where they're. Such a bad description. No, I've never played that. I played Battleship. Yeah, once again. Remember they made a film flying. of Battleship, and Rihanna was in it. What of the, sh- of, the of the of the board game? Yeah, they made a Battleship game, and Rihanna was in it. I'm sure, I, I, unless that was some cheese dream. You sure that wasn't just another another film called Battleship? No, it was based on the game. Was it? I promise you. And was um, there any bits in it where she was like E4? Yeah, basically. Loads of people. Yeah, she was in it. Yeah, it was crap. Oh, okay. Well, absolutely crap. Watch it? Uh, yeah, it's my kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Big explosions, Michael Bay stuff. I love it. I watched Ambulance the other day. You ever seen that? No. Span Ambulance going really fast through LA. I don't think, um, you know. Film 2022 with Rob Beckett would actually, let's be honest with you, it'd be fucking incredible. Oh, Joe, you know what I'll do for, it would be good, wouldn't it? Because it's a different it would, opinion I tell you to what it'd, be, mode. it'd be fast, it would so yeah. get through the films, wouldn't you? It's about an ambulance driving through some streets. Okay, next. My rule is if a film's longer than two hours, I'm not watching it. Yeah, oh god, if a book's longer than 250 pages, <coughs> sorry, I dropped my coffee weird. It's all right. I feel like I'm going to explode. Um, my kids are still off fucking school, Josh. Yeah, me too, mate. I've got two more days of it. They're back tomorrow. I just had to give them a massive bollocking. That's what I've been up to. Did you? Give massive me, give, bollocking. Give me your bollocking now. Well, basically, should I explain what, ha- what the bollocking was about? Yeah. So they've got a big cardboard box that a Hoover came in, right? Right, yeah. Um, and um, they, they were, Lou found them in it yesterday, lying in it, yeah. as the other one stabbed it with a Harry Potter wand, being a magician. But you know, like oh, the trick, like, like the the knives in the box. Yeah, so knives in the box, oh. but obviously they don't know magic, so they're not doing yeah. the trick and hide around the corner. The four-year-olds in there just dodging the blades. Amazing. So just dodging the a very sharp, pointy Harry Potter wand. Yeah, that's a sharp wand that will go through a cardboard box. Exactly. So it's doing that. Anyway, so Lou said to him, look, mustn't do that. I'm going to throw the box away. That's dangerous. And they went, no, no, we won't do it. We won't do it. Anyway, Lou goes out for a dog walk this morning. I'm upstairs having a shower. I hear screaming. Obviously, she's back in the box. The eldest one's done the wand, hit my four-year-old in the cheek about a centimetre away from her eye and cut her cheek. It could have been really dangerous. It nearly got her in the eyeball. So it cut oh her cheek. Oh, my God. So I come down oh and I just God. had to properly bollock them because they'd been told once. Yeah. That and is incredible, Rob. Was there blood? Well, no, it luckily grazed the cheek, but it's, it cut her up. cheek a little bit. So she's going to go to school tomorrow for her first day looking like she's been fine. Yeah. Well, and not looking like she has been. She's been doing oh magic that's gone wrong. But maybe that, you know, like when you go into a, like a prison and you want to look hard, 
Like, maybe that's quite a good thing. She'll own the, she'll own the yard, Rob. Do you reckon that she's going to be a lone wolf or join, like, different gangs? <laughs> I, think, I think everyone will have to kind of bow at her feet. Like, she'll, she'll be controlling the whole thing. The, fl- the flow of sweets in and out of the yard, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think I'd, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'd be bad in prison, Rob. I might just... Do you know what? I might just, just get involved and be the bitch and try and enjoy it. Yeah? Well, just lean into it. But set my markers down. Look, I'm happy to be your prison bitch... But I'm just doing blowjobs. <laughs> and I'll be good at them. Rather than joining a gang or getting involved, I'll just go, look, I'm, I'm here. I'll just line them up. I'll go to town. And that's how I'm going to get by in this place. <laughs> I'd say that would probably be my approach. Because I don't really, I don't, you know, joining the neo-Nazis would be the last result. Yeah, I think so. I think blowjobs first. But yeah, I'd rather suck a cock than be a Nazi. Yeah, you've got that T-shirt, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, that's my new T-shirt range. <laughs> it's not selling uh, as well as you thought. It was a shame because I thought you were going to get it into John Lewis, but they weren't actually as interested. They're not keen. I'm looking. I'm looking at TK Maxx for comic relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And uh, do it that way. But uh, yeah, I think I've gone on a bit of a tangent here. I could really do without going to prison. It's my worst nightmare. Oh, I'd I be just annoying. imagine being in the dock because I. You know, oh, you know what don't. happens? Life can come at you. You might do something a bit silly or have a moment of madness. You or, might be framed. You might be framed and you're just sat in the... I'd just be sat in the dock and they'd go, right, you're going to prison for three years. I'm like, yeah, come on, mate. Yeah, good one. I can't... You, I was like, you can't send me to prison. <laughs> Not just me, imagine Josh Whittaker and Beckett just wrote little bunkmates doing the podcast. Oh, my God. Do you reckon they'd let us do the podcast if we got put away together? Um, well, we could bring back the lockdown, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. the title. Get up to much last week. Yeah, I spoke to my kids on the phone for five minutes and sucked off five blokes. But apart from that, it's been... Lockdown <laughs> hell. Same... <laughs> With the same podcast. Oh, dear. Oh, there's God. been a lot of blowjobs for the first yeah. ten minutes of this podcast. I managed um, to get another GCSE. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I had to bollock them. What else has been... How do they take the bollocking? And then... Next question. Yeah. How did you segue it back to normality? Right, so I basically told them off, but I told them both off because she'd got in the box voluntarily. So mm. even though one was her, it wasn't really one's fault. I just said, you can't do that. Look what's happened. You've, and what's annoyed me most is mum said you couldn't do that and we let you have the box. She could have lost her eye yeah. if you went a li- it's sent to me to hire. Um, so I'm taking the box. You're not allowed the box anymore. Oh. <sighs> And you've got to realise that there's a reason why we tell you you can't do things. We're not just being boring and being yeah. boring adults. There's a reason. Yeah. And because I'm a bit we're not just joking, being boring. We are being boring. But well, we're I'm not being just... a bit boring, but safety boring. Yeah. And then, um, but I didn't like. I am quite silly with them, but I just didn't. And then I went upstairs, and I could tell that they they knew. And then I gave the one with the sore eye a bit of ice. And then when Lou came in, I told Lou on the phone, but I said, don't come in and bollock them again. I've bollocked them. You go in and sort of be the firm explainer. Yeah. Was that a centimetre above? And genuinely, I think she would have severely damaged her eye. So. Oh, my God. And that I is thought, Oh, my God. It's horrible, isn't out. it? That is grim. And cause, I mean, it's weird, though, because they get to that age, we think, well, they're all right, because they're quite sensible, because they're, they're quite clever when they get to that like, six and four. Like, no, Dad. And they can, you know, like... But actually, they are idiots, kids. Yes. They are yeah. stupid. Yes. Aren't they? they are. They're full. Yeah, because my daughter literally just came down. She's trying to give a bath to her teddy. Doesn't need it. So it, straight away, you know, going. Yeah, that's mental. This is, this is totally. This is a waste of your morning. Well, exactly, because now well, I'll be drying it. 
But she came down with a, with a cardboard box and she's like, I'll fill this with water. And you want to go, come on, mate. Come on. <laughs> and then they cry that they can't do it. Yeah. Like, you're, like, we're the problem, not the cardboard box. All I'm doing is trying to find practical solutions to your problems here, mate. <laughs> yeah, and the problem is, mates, you're a fucking idiot. If I say, <laughs> if I, if I say mate, yeah. she hates it. And it's, I've realised it's because I always say it when I'm trying to, like, explain something that she doesn't like. Right, and you're still trying to keep her on board. Yeah, I think it's just what I say when I'm being a dick. You're terrible at confrontation. I'm well, so not, bad. You're not even terrible. You just completely avoid it at all costs. However, with Toasting. children, you have to do it at certain points. Oh, I lost it last night completely. And afterwards, I just I just felt I hated myself. for Because I don't lose it, really, with her. No. Never. So what, how did you lose it? So giving her a shower, I just had a very long weekend, Rob, which we'll come to. Do you know what? Let, <laughs> let's stay on the light. Let's stay on the light topics and then we'll come to uh, that <laughs> okay. as a little treat at the end for the list. So we're going to finish on the dark stuff. I feel it's too early. <laughs> God, mate, I've just sucked up a Nazi for safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that would have been better than my weekend. <laughs> As a listener, we can't talk about what I'd do to survive in prison and go, but don't worry, it's going to get a bit darker later. (laughs) (laughs) What do they think's going to come? Well, well, it's up to you. I can carry on. You can tell me. No, all right. Not darker, but more real. More real. Just tell us what happened. You're more real, and then I can come back in with teaching you how to ride a bike. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll give you some highlights of my week. So it was the last day of nursery on Friday. Okay, on the, the little graduation, is that right? Yeah, a little picture of her in her graduation ground. Um, yeah. All that. I was at last leg, so I didn't get to do the final pickup. Yeah. But I did the final drop-off, and obviously um, it, it's quite a weird experience because you've been going somewhere for four years. Yeah. And you're like, this is the last time I'll go. And I was almost like expecting it to be more uh, of an emotional impact, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. And at the end of the day, after about three minutes, you're still going, no, I've got to go now. You've got to, you, I've got to just leave you. You know, how so what do you do or, lingering? No, you know, when a drop-off's going badly. And you're oh, like, is she upset? She's like, I don't want to go in, all that kind of stuff. And you're like, suddenly it's just turned into another one of those bad drop-offs. And you're <laughs> okay, suddenly so in your like, head, it would be like a magical, go yeah, in, skip yeah. in and say goodbye. Like, no, I'm not going to cry here, mate, because I'm fucking annoyed. Get into the bloody nursery. <laughs> I've got to get back to the house so I can have a shower before I go to the last leg. You are costing me a shower. I've been waiting four years for this moment. <laughs> and you've got nothing apart from just the same old drop-off. Same old drop-off? Because she doesn't care. Of course she doesn't care. She's not thinking, this is a big moment. Yeah. But I also think it doesn't feel real. I really don't believe... My daughter goes to school on Wednesday. Yeah. The reason I wasn't that impacted by it was it didn't feel... Like, when I woke up this morning, I still thought she was going to go to nursery this morning. Yeah. So I, I haven't made my peace with it all. Not made my peace. I haven't processed that this is happening. The argument is there's nothing to process, really. Yeah. It's just a, a body in another building. Yeah, exactly. You know when Rod, you know when Rodney gets married and only falls on horses? Yeah. And then he mistakenly goes back to Dell's house the next day after yeah. work. That's how I feel. I don't feel like anything's <laughs> changed. 
It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, true, but when she goes... And also, as well, when she goes in, I find it's always harder for the parent than the kid. Some kids obviously find it difficult going in, but it's like, it's more your own... You know, it's, you're accepting that they're grown up now, really. And obviously, there's a long way to go, but they're not babies anymore. They're like proper little children going off without you yeah. into this new world. You've got no control over it. And if you... You know, certain people like to have more control over their lives and what's going on because it makes it easier for them, for them because Ooh. they feel like they've got a hand in it. It's sort of that loss of control, isn't it? Yeah. But how, so how are you feeling about going in? Are you subconsciously anxious? Fine. Totally fine. Um, I Genuinely, I'm really looking... She goes. She starts school and my son starts nursery. Yeah. On the... He's got a week settling in, Rob. The what's week settling in. Uh, week, W-E-E-K, not week as in... <laughs> no, but like, so, what, he goes in for a whole week? No, so it's, it's like a week-long process. I'd forgotten about this. So day one, he goes in for an hour. Right. And then day two, he goes in for an hour without either of us. Okay. And then day three... Because like, he's quite young, isn't he? It's sort of like... Yeah, it's not preschool, like it's nursery. Yeah, yeah. Childcare, yeah. And so you're like, this whole... The whole process lasts a week. I don't know what... I, a week? <laughs> like, that is a long time. So, so what? You'd rather just drop him off and go? In my head, he was starting nursery in forty-eight hours. He's not. He's going in for an hour, which is less convenient than if he wasn't going in at all. Yeah, but long term. Oh, I totally convenient. get it, Rob. I, I'm to- I totally understand it. I just forgotten it fucking exists. I was oh, like, isn't the point of the nursery that we're handing him off so I can have a bit of a break? Well, but is now, Ro- can Rose be in charge of that this week? Yeah, she is, but we've also got to drop my door. So, so because he's going to nursery yeah. next to where my daughter's going to school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's were some days where it's like, drop her off yep. uh 9.30. Drop him that's off. so late, 9.30. I don't get why that's so late. Well, that's all right. Take that. Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. But I just, it's just late. I don't know if I'm, I'm in the wrong here. Are we going to put a call out for school start times? Is that a thing we do on this? I don't know. Has it come to that already? <laughs> Earliest and latest, get them in. Get this, Rob. One of my friends sending their kid to school. It, it finishes at two on a Friday. Two on a Friday? What the fuck? Fuck it out. <laughs> fuck it Two on a Friday? <laughs> to be fair, the teachers have only had six weeks off. Do you know what I mean? Don't, you don't put them. <laughs> Don't put them through it on a Friday as well. That's the end of lunch. Like, that's the end of an adult's lunch. Two. Anyway, so I'm delighted about that, obviously. (laughs) So that's making you feel better, sure. Yeah. Yeah, because she finishes a bit later, doesn't she? Four. Um, So 9.30. So 9.30, and then what time? When's the nursery time? Well, when he's doing an hour, she's doing, we've got to drop her off at 9.30, <laughs> yeah. drop him off at 12, pick him off, up at 1, <laughs> pick her up at 4. <laughs> Shuttle runs. Yeah, right. 
I, him. This was, I saw the 7th of September as Freedom Day. It's worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you're, you, like, because your nursery, it's, it is different because if your kid goes to a nursery, like if you work in nine to fives and your kid's in a nursery, they are there nine to five. But when they go to school, they're not. You have to yeah. pay for the sort of extra wraparound care before or after, don't you? Yeah. But the good news is, Rob, yeah. September the 14th is Freedom Day now. Because just, that's when he goes to nursery. Yeah, for two days a week. <laughs> but, you know, you've got those two days. Oh, mate, I'm genuinely... He's a lovely little guy, but fuck it now. <laughs> Can I, I need to say that, right? So there you Lou, go. That's your episode title, right there. <laughs> He's, so our friends have got a uh, fifteen-month-year-old. Yeah. How, how, how old's your boy now? Yeah, that that. And uh, Lou went to was with me. So they've, so they've got like a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a fifteen-month-year-old. And obviously we've got a four and six-year-old. And Lou, they were supposed to be coming around ours, our house to mess. So Lou said, oh, why don't we go to the soft play? Because yeah. there's a big soft play and then there's a one for the little kids. And uh, the, the older ones are big enough to run around on their own. And Lou has had children recently of that age, barely, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago. I thought, well, that'll be good because it, it'll keep the 15-month-year-old in that place. No. The 15-month-year-old oh, just goes everywhere. It's like one of them sort of robot hoovers. Yes. It just bounces around. Yes. And, they, and then they came back to ours, and I was like, yeah, it can't be that bad, Lou. There's two of you there with the... And they came to ours, and I'd forgot how hard a 15-month-old is. Because they insane. just wander... They just wander to death, and you just yeah. follow them around with a hunchback. Yeah, exactly. For, you're like, like, until they go asleep. You're like fucking Mrs. Doyle walking around <laughs> after them. Like, like hunchback. It's awful. Like, because... I, I, I can't... <laughs> All, all I seem to say is no. All I say is no. No, no, mate. No, no, mate. And, like, maybe... I don't know, like, how you'd childproof your house unless you lived in the fucking fun house. Because, like, there's no... Like, there's nothing that isn't a problem at the moment. There's another, another energy title. <laughs> another episode title. Fucking hell, an energy title. There's a... There's a, there's a, bit, there's a bit of a Freudian slip. Yeah. What else you worried about? <laughs> Jesus in your, big, in, your, in, your, in your Victorian build? Your big breezy windows? Oh, mate. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, so I, I felt your pain because I, I, it transported me back to that mental. age. And it was brutal. They, never, they don't want to be held. They kick and scream. They're climbing on everything, falling off of everything. Too young to know they can't do it. Too young for an iPad. Too young to be bribed. Also, because they've got a younger sibling. <laughs> oh, sorry, an older sibling. Bloody hell. Because he's got an older sibling. Yeah. Um, he's being shown things that she can do, that he then has a go of, that mm. when it was just her, she didn't know that was a concept. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. seeing her climb stuff, and you're like, he'll then do it, but she didn't know that that was feasible. That's classic second child syndrome. They're just a bit more fearless. Yeah. He's he is the opposite of what I was like as a child, Rob. I'm not sure he's mine. Where's the where's the fear? I've just got the vision of this happy, gloriously smiling little boy yeah. with you hurrying around him. He's <laughs> he's having a brilliant time. He's a, he's got a great life. He's got an absolutely superb life. We actually bought like a little pen for him. Maybe not at that age of fifteen months because they can climb over it. But when they were like just sort of crawling around, it was like a UFC pen that Lou would put them in if I was out of work and she needed yeah. to like answer the door or make a cup of tea, yeah. just to sort of contain them well, for them. We've we've 
put the gates on the kitchen now, but obviously because he knows that they didn't used to exist, it's like we've imprisoned him. Yeah. So the best time you get, obviously, is when he's in the high chair. So you give him some yeah. food. That's when you can actually, you know, unload the dishwasher or whatever. Oh, uh, God, the, the lovely stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. He's in the high chair. I can do the dishwasher now. Win for Whittacom. <laughs> the other day, doing the dishwasher, turn around, look at the high chair. He's stood up in the high chair. <laughs> Can, you he, can he unclip himself? Yeah. The fear. <laughs> seeing him stood up. All I've done now is put him on the highest platform possible. <laughs> you just made wherever he falls more dangerous. Yeah, exactly. And as he weaning, as he eating stuff. Oh, yeah. No worries there, mate. He's eating fucking everything. <laughs> is he different to your... Because your daughter is very calm. And yeah. very chilled. Is he different to her then, personality-wise? Yeah. yeah. It's like, if you imagine siblings... Yeah. Uh, imagine uh, Liam Gallagher... Yep. And the Dalai Lama. <laughs> the da- <laughs> so Liam Gallagher and... You've got Liam Gallagher and the Dalai Lama in your house. Yeah. No, she's not. She's not. That's giving her too much too much credit. She, I mean, she does wear an orange toga to school. She does, yeah. And she's got a lot of followers. Um, no, so Bald head little glasses. Lovely girl. <laughs> Lovely little lady. <laughs> I think it's a bit unfair on that outfit you've got for the first day of school. It's sort of really making her stand out. Oh, dear. Well, I, well, I can just say I can feel your pain because that is a brutal age. And even I forgot about that, and it was only two years ago. I think I sort of forget about it like someone who's sort of seen some things. Yeah. You know, yeah. someone's been in a war or in prison. They sort of just don't talk about it. And then it, they yeah. get a flashback during a film or something, and it sends them loopy. Do you know what I thought about the other day? <laughs> Yeah, when, how dark's this going to get? When we <laughs> have discussions. Yeah, I, I think about that too much. I remember the discussions of whether two was going to be much more difficult than one. And now yeah. I just just want to laugh in the face of myself from, from two years ago. Yeah, I think we're going to repeat that every two years. What do you I've mean? got them stabbing each other in the eye. Well, we keep going, it'll get easier. It doesn't, does it? That's what we're no. learning. Oh, Fuck. Fuck. So as soon as they calm down and they're not running around like this, then you've got to deal with their emotion emotionally. Yeah. And I always go, I'll take that, like the next section. Like when he wouldn't be put down and he couldn't move and you needed to constantly be holding him, I was like, I can't wait till he can just move around and he'll be so much more happy. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, the worst thing is if you go anywhere... I remember I was on holiday in Portugal and then my my daughter was 15. She could, they could walk at nine months. My kids, nine and ten months, they walked. And they were run, she was like 12, she was about a year old and she was running up and down this inflatable slide nonstop and like launching herself off it. And I was trying to catch it, right? And she was 12 months. And this other bloke was stood next to his 15-month-old that weren't walking yet, just sat yeah. on the floor, cross legs, playing with one ball from a ball pit. And I'm catching my daughter launching herself off this slide. He goes, God. Mad, isn't it? They're crazy. I was like, what? Your little fucking Buddha sat there doing fuck all. How dare you? How dare you talk to me about how difficult it is? And then I try and convince myself it's because mine's got loads of energy and really got yeah, a good spark. Yeah. But actually, mine, my ones are just sort of probably got ADHD like me. But um, yeah, it's. Um, it, I think we are facing, we're looking down the barrel of um, every two years going, I thought this would be easier, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. It is a weird one. But um, uh, mm. give me some more funny stories from your life to cheer me up, Rob. Okay, so teaching them to ride a bike. Forgot to do oh. that in the summer. That was my job. So oh, my. Oh, I my. I panicked. <laughs> so took them to the did park. You need, was there a reason you needed to do it? 
like well, by the end of the do- summer or my eldest is six and I think that's sort of about the time I mean I yeah. don't think she's late to learn but I think it's about time now and I didn't and also it's dry and warm you don't want to be teaching a kid in the rain in December when it's freezing cold in the dark yeah. do you no. so I thought the summer would have been a good time to do it but I forgot anyway so I took them down the park and um it's the four-year-old wants to learn as well so Lou took the dog <sighs> I, for an hour, did shuttle runs up and down the park on the path. There was sweat dripping off my nose. Oh, I bet there was. And are you doing that thing where you hold the bike, there's no stabilisers on it, and you kind of Yeah, so you hold on. the bike, and then give them a little start, and then they get going. So the issue I've got is the eldest has got the technique, but not but too much fear. So yeah. she's pedalling perfectly and straight, and then as soon as I let go of the, the seat and she's off, she breaks. Herself. Right. She just stops. And I'm like, no, you could do it. And I'm, you know, and then... <laughs> oh, God. About ah. every time. Oh. And, I, and I'm like, you know, do you know what happened there? You were going, but you stopped. And like that. And it, it's like, <laughs> but, you, it's, but it's all mental. I feel like I'm a boxing corner man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're like, and then I'm going, it's just you. You can do this. And then it's weird though, because this is, the eldest one is quite a bit more nervous. But when it becomes a competition, she switches. So she keeps going, why can that kid do it? And not me, I'm like, forget about him. Because yeah. there was a younger kid on the bike. And I yeah. fucking hate seeing a young kid that can ride a bike. I just want to boot them oh, and the parent. Right. Fuck off, you and your little three-year-old yeah. that can ride a bike. Which, that's bad. That's my problem. Yeah. Good. Well done to them. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's not great to see, is it? No. Uh, it's like being in a nightclub where your mates are copping off with someone and you're stood there on your own. I think if you're under five and you're riding a bike, you need to do it privately. Yeah, I don't think you can, should be doing that in public. You're right. Yeah. That yeah. should be... A, keep, that, keep that behind closed doors. <laughs> or they should have a special park. You know, yeah. for, for kids that are going to be jocks, basically. Yeah, those guys. So, yeah. she, and then there was an older kid who was about nine doing it, and then I'm pushing her along. I went, "Do you want to stop and let him go past, or do you?" I went, "Or do you want to show him what you can do?" She went, "I want to show him what I can do." Oh, and she did go. it perfectly. Wow! And was this your first attempt? So they've been on the stabilizers on the bike, sort of in the garden on a tiny little path. And I try, I tried to do it with them on the grass, but it's the first time I did it on a proper big bit. But I think I need to go somewhere. There's a, there's a bit of a slope because she needs some help getting her speed up a bit. Right. Yeah. 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 And then if she's not pedaling as much, she sort of comes to a bit of a gradual stop at the bottom. So there's another park I'm going to try because this one was purely flat. So she's got it, but just not really got that yeah. confidence. Yeah. Uh, the youngest, no fear, no control. <laughs> I can only imagine the speed she's pedalling. Absolutely flying. She's the one, she's just, her legs are just going like the clappers. She's all over the place, don't know how to brake, loves it, cackles, nearly launches herself over the handlebars every time. I'm tripping over. It's absolute carnage. Oh my God. So it's like, so I'm switching between the two different stuff. What's the other one doing when you're doing one? Just watching? Yeah, just watching. But Lou was there walking the dog, so they were with the dog a bit. But then as soon as I finished one, she went, my go, my go. And I'm like, (laughs) and then on my back, I I basically for an hour ran like Quasimodo, like, like, yeah, like that, you're following your kids. That is not a healthy back. My position. back's all over the place this morning. I'm, I'm, it's yeah. killing me. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again with them. I think this weekend um, or after school. I'm gonna I'm gonna see when I've got time when I'm not working. But um, but yeah. So it's it, it, it's hard work. But we're getting there. You've got to do it. Uh, have you had any falling off falling offs? A couple, but nothing major. They've got helmets on, and like it, I just go get up, off you go, let's go again. And because otherwise, you know, they're not yeah, really yeah. hurt, but you they're just go, a bit embarrassed. Whoa, that was a oh, that was a big one. Oh, you just want to gonna... go keep your back straight, stop leaning because you'll fall, you fucking idiot. But you can't because they don't like that. 
kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit like trying to teach a nan to use an iPad. You just want to smack them over the head with it. <laughs> I couldn't be like a, a teacher, like being like a driving instructor or something like that. I'm bad at teaching people who aren't good at something. Like Glenn Oddle. Yeah, exactly. Very much like Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle does top bins every time. Just do that. And then, like, yeah. Steve Stone's looking at him going, come on, mate, I'll just run down the ring fast. Hope for the best, Not get a fast. corner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I just can't. I haven't got the patience. Um, what else have you been up to, Rob? Oh, I looked up, you know, you know me, I love on holiday. Yeah. We were looking at holidays for next, the, the, I don't know if anyone's looked for next year. We were trying to book early for next year. Yeah. And we looked for half term, which is always more expensive, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we booked, we're looking, just go to this random airport in Greece to go to this hotel. Um, guess how much we got quoted for four economy flights to how Greece much? in half term on BA? It should be uh, 200 quid each, shouldn't it? About? 200, I'd, sort, I'd sort of go a couple of hundred quid each, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah that kind of thing. Right. Seven and a half grand. What? I know. What? Because I think what's happening is there's not they're not putting on more flights like they normally do. Well, let's start a fucking airline. <laughs> Parenting in LA, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Imagine I think... getting on that flight. That'd be absolutely awful. <laughs> Every kids crying, everyone's talking about their feelings. <laughs> I'm trying to go on holiday here. Can you fucking cheer up, you lot? <laughs> yes, it is hard, but it's only week off. I've paid seven thousand four hundred for. I've paid seven thousand four hundred for these cheaper flights on this airline. Yeah, so I think, but apparently the the travel agent said wait for EasyJet to announce their flights because then they will be cheaper, and then it forces right. them to put on more. So I think what they're doing is they're so desperate for money, they're just. Putting a mental figure. Seven and a half grand. To so that's panic. Two super. grand per person, basically. <laughs> to go Greece. Anyway, I must have got, I don't know if I got that wrong. That's what Lou told me. And the worst thing, Rob, you won't even enjoy that flight. No. Absolutely not. It's the worst bit of the holiday. Are you sure? And the Rob, most expensive are, bit. Are you sure it's not because you wound up British Airways and they're taking their revenge? <laughs> Maybe. God knows, they, but we're not going they've anyway. I've heard where you're going on holiday. And oh, they're no. like, we're absolutely no. going to do this, guy. Beckett. Beckett's on the blacklist. Yeah. Um, now, oh, I, what else have we... Oh, we went to... Uh, oh, so Josh went to see Lewis Capaldi on Friday. Date night oh, yeah. for me I and I saw Lou. the pictures. Saw the pictures. And, uh, oh, a couple of things happened. One, uh, I nearly got a tattoo. What? Sorry? So I got... I was back... We got, we got invited backstage and I was pissed. Yeah. And because this tour's begun for four years, all the crew were getting the... Uh, you, know, you know, colours have got a number. Every uh, colour's got a number. It's right, called some okay, sort of yeah, graph yeah, yeah. code yeah. or whatever. Anyway, yeah. they were getting the colour of red of what's on Lewis Capaldi's album that the tour was from, yeah. on their elbow. And I was pissed. I was like, I'll have one. And they was like, okay, come down here. And then they all like frog marched me to a tattooist. Oh, the, the, my God. The, was backstage. was there a backstage tattooist? Yeah, and I was pissed and showing off, so I nearly did it. And she went, oh, sorry, there's a queue. There's two more people. I've got to do them first. I was like, oh, oh. never mind. We'll leave it. And then we stood outside it drinking. They went, oh, you can go in now because there's... They're, they're, we can't find them. Have you like, witnessed this? Yeah, Lou was sober. She was driving and she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I, I think I'm drunk and I'm showing off. But luckily I managed to swerve it. But I was like, it would have oh, been the most tragic tattoo. It would have been all right if I got it the first time because there was a crowd of people going, oh, that would be funny. Yeah, but then yeah. the second time, it was just me and the tattooist and it would look yeah, really you'd tragic. And you'd be like, guys, look what I've done. And, yeah, like, like, and at that point, Lewis Capaldi weren't even there. It was just me and Lou getting a tattoo. Oh my God. Like some sort of weird fans. But um, anyway, gig was really good. Um, went in the O2 and I've not gig for a little bit I'm getting back into gigging yeah. now because I've got my tour shows 
And um, I was in the O2, Josh, and I found myself. Lewis Capaldi is amazing. It's a really good gig. But I, I was, I've realised I'm so needy. I just kept on looking at the other, the other way, at the crowd. Did you? Going like, oh, I want this to be me. Well, Rob, I've got some bad news for you. What's that? In April, it will be. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, this is going to be great. And do you know what? It's small. It's playable. It's smaller in your, it's smaller in real life than in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was a bit like, oh my god, we've got to go to the O2, and I've not played the O2 for ages. But yeah. um, when when I was in there, I was like, this is fine. We can do this. Because yeah. I was t- telling the kids about this. My daughter was really scared about going to the dentist. Yeah. And we went there, and they saw me going first. Um, and um, they we had to go to the vet to sort me out. Banter, banter, banter. Yeah, that's uh, really nice. Yeah, stuff. do that that's if you really want. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I went to the vet. And, the vet. It's free went that, to the isn't dentist. How <laughs> couldn't be bothered to do it? Um, went to the but dentist. People can and do it themselves. Yeah, they, um, they, you know, they spray the air on your teeth. I don't know why, just for a laugh, I imagine. That little ch-ch. Yeah. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah. And then my daughter was really worried and said, like, oh, God, what's that? And I was like, no, don't worry. Put it on your finger. You can spray it. And then she was quite nervous and like... Older like, one, she, older daughter. Oldest, yeah, she's a bit more... Youngest one was like cackling, yeah. massive tongue Get hanging it in out. in the bloody teeth. She was like laying there going, <laughs> with her tongue out like Shamu, like a big killer whale tongue. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest one was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Like arched back, going, what's this? And then uh, I was saying to her, I was like, what's, so that was fine, wasn't it? And I'm trying to implement into them that it's never as bad as what your brain tells you. Stop listening to your brain because, because yeah. all that, you know, because when you grow up and goes, use your brain, brainy, brainy. You know, people tell, tell you that the brain's really helpful, isn't it? To be brainy. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute bastard at the end of the day. It is. And I, yeah, I think it, does, it is helpful, but sometimes your gut is just as good and the brain can overcomplicate things and make things feel worse because your brain's trying to keep you safe, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. don't do that. Oh. So I was trying to say, look, it, it's always worse in your brain than in reality. And that's what yeah. it was like when we were in the O2. I was like, this is playable. We'll be fine, yeah. Josh, yeah. I think. I'm looking forward to it. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to... I, I can't, like comprehend it in a way it's a bit like leaving nursery but well, like, yeah but it's going to be really good fun i think did lewis capaldi do any parenting chat did he see no. how that played in such a big room he's got did he do any anecdotes about his bins or his mental no, health but he did do a lot of funny patter that worked he did well. do funny patter yeah really that's good all we've patter. got that's good exactly and he did he, do, he did also belt out some of the biggest songs of the last 10 years with what, what what some would describe the voice of a generation well well should we rule that out rob should we rule that out why not? Or, or just get him in to do a song. Exactly. Has he got kids? Nah. Nah. He's 25. 25. 25. Um, I tell you what's interesting, though, as well. It's like, because I've had loads of time off and I've yeah. done lots of therapy, like, since yeah. lockdown, sort of calm my brain down. And, I, and I've become less needy, believe it or not. And I, I was worried at one point, going, oh, maybe I don't need stand-up. And I was doing that to sort of fill a void yeah. of, like, attention, affirmation. But actually, no, it's, I do love doing it. Yeah. But as long as you're doing it and you've got your self-worth before and after and the gig's just a fun thing you do in the middle. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the equivalent of go-karting's fun, but if every time you come off, you're like, yes, I won! It's yeah, a bit yeah, exactly. like... If you think I only feel myself when I'm in a go-kart, then that's the problem. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I only matter when I'm in a go-kart. <laughs> you know, that's when it's dangerous. But actually, it's made me hungrier because it's made me want to do it with like... And enjoy it rather than endure it. Where at yeah. points I was getting through it, but now, no, let's you know. Now I'm not worrying about it the whole time. And what was really interesting was there's a, there's a lyric in the Lewis Capaldi song that one. I, I wish I was good enough. That lyric in one. I can't remember yeah. what song it's from. And it's so weird because when I first I first started hearing that song when I was in the midst of 
bit what you're in now of being a bit overwhelmed and stressed and it was all too much my kids were similar ages and it was just like a constant treadmill and I remember this hearing that lyric and I wish I was good enough and I actually when I heard it then I really felt I wasn't good enough and I oh and yeah. I, that lyric really meant something to me in a way of like oh, I'm not good enough oh and I really wish I was and it's so interesting to go to that gig with Lou and hear that lyric but process it in a totally different way because yeah. my brain's That's... totally been rewired now oh, God, it was bro. so rewired of you are rubbish you are shit to like no you are good enough and it was so because a bit emotional as well listening to that going that doesn't mean anything to me anymore like it did before and it yeah. meant, only meant to me to something because I was processing information in the wrong way. And it was quite nice because it was a, the first time I've sort of, there's been a physical or emotive thing that is signifies a definitive change in my mindset. Well, it's like listening to a song that you associate, that you listen to a lot when you're going through a breakup or something. Yes. And then hearing it a few years later and going, oh, that's, I'm fine with that song now. Do you know what I mean? I, yes, exactly. But at the time, you never thought you would be. Yeah, you're like, I'd oh always, my God, yeah. if I put on Ryan Adams' cover of Wonderwall again, then my heart's going to explode <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that, but, but that was so like, because before I would hear that and go, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm a load of shit. So if I was in the same mindset, I'd have been sat at that gig going, oh, I should be at home with my kids rather than yeah, here, yeah. enjoy myself. Because we also had to drop the girls off at my sister-in-law's for a sleepover. And they'd never had a sleepover there before. And when I left them, they were absolutely... What well, the youngest was so upset and, di- and wanted to come home. She was oh, clinging God. on to me, going, "Please don't leave me, Daddy." And oh, I was like, my, "Oh word. my God!" And, and and in the end, I left it with going, "Look, it's still daylight. Mummy and Daddy are going to uh, to a, see a, see Louis Capaldi. If you really don't want to stay over, I'll come and get you after the gig and pick you up late." Because I thought yeah. I, I can't just. Ta- I know she's been excited about it for ages. I think she was a bit hangry. She was a bit tired. It was all a bit new, and she was a bit overwhelmed. And what I found was difficult. I I used to hate staying out away from home. I used to hate staying over at friends. It used to really yeah. make me scared and stressed. And I'd I started thinking of myself as a child then. Oh, and God. I was like, no. So I'm now as an adult making decisions to go. Oh, just bring her home. Just bring her home. But no, because it was better to leave her and allow it to calm down. Because if you if you sort of scoop your kid up and rescue him every time they're upset yeah. or a bit overwhelmed, then they don't learn how to deal with that. Totally. And also that that scars the event. It means that that's associated that event with not failure, but some. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they've got no. They lose a bit of self confidence because yeah, if I took her yeah. home and her sister stayed the night and had a brilliant time, she yeah. feels like. Oh, but then in the morning, I was like, "Well done, you stayed. You stayed." She was like, yes, I did, and she felt good about herself. But it's difficult yeah. as a parent to watch them do that, yeah, and yeah. your instinct wants to scoop them up. But I think it makes it worse. Yeah. But for me, it was progress. I, I could have sat there miserable the whole gig going, have I done the right thing with her? Have I left her? And the truth is you don't really know if it's the right thing or not. You just hope you've made the right decision and then you find out. You can't yeah. second guess it. But for me, I just found it interesting that I'd sort of, within hearing that song for the first time to now, live in a room, yeah. I, 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 for me, that was quite a good progress. I've sort of shifted my brain, but it's, it's, um, it, it, it's, it's so difficult, especially when the kid's staring at yeah. you to make the right decision. But, um, but yeah, the, the gig was good, though. Lou enjoyed it's, it. It's just to drive home. I, I genuinely, I'd love to be in that position. One day, Rob, because obviously I'm, I'm listening to the Macarena a lot at the moment. And one, yeah, day yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> one day I'll go and see Los Lobos live. And I'll go, this, you know <laughs> <laughs> this song doesn't mean what it used to to me. This used to be my crutch. I couldn't get through the Macarena without tearing up, but now. Oh my, oh, he's front row doing the moves. 
He's on stage with the, what are they called? Los Lobos. Was it Los Lobos? How do you know up? their name? I don't know. Is that right? Oh dear. Los Lobos. Um, <laughs> Um, no, anyway, yeah, so that's what, that's what I've been up to, Josh. No, they're La Bamba. Oh, I fucked it up. La Bamba. <laughs> oh, it's so close. Who Never did mind. the Macarena? Michael will know, will he? They were called Los Del Rio. Los Del Rio. Los Del Rio. Oh. Lo, no, so Los Lobos did La Bamba yeah. and Los Del Rio. Was that? The worst thing, Rob, is in two years' time, I'll go, do you know what? I've, I feel better now. And I've managed to get tickets to see Los Lobos. And I've stood there for the whole fucking gig going, when are they going to drop the Macarena? <laughs> And go and see, classic me, always doing it wrong. <laughs> Why can't I get anything world. right? I wish I was good enough. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Dear. Right, should we do some correspondence and small yeah. business shout-outs? Um, my, my daughter's going uh, to school tomorrow for the first day, so I'll try oh, and talk about that next week. How are you week. feeling about it? Really excited, actually, like, for her. She's really excited to go. She needs it. She's a bit of a big fish in a small pond at the moment, like, so I think she needs other kids her age. She said she's a bit scared. She was like, I'm scared I've got to, uh, I don't know how to read and write, but I'm like, that's what you're going there for. Yeah. If you knew, it would be weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Straight so, yeah. GCSEs. Yeah, so I think she'll be okay. I think it's going to be harder for me and Lou than her because it's the real underlining we have no babies anymore we haven't got to- we have got two daughters that are at yeah. school yeah. and two one thing is that like you know we don't want any more kids but yeah. they are cute when they're little to a point yeah. not all the time when they're running around so it's a bit like that's when I think people start going do we have another one do we not what are we doing are we definitely done but I think it's going to be a bit should, of a line actually. in the sand for <laughs> I think it's a line in the sand for us of like oh my god and also I've been threatening to get a six pack yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Gary Barlow fit when they're both in school yeah. so the, okay, f- the pressure's on now Josh I, I, so think, I think you should get a six pack and um, a tattoo I think you. I think you could get a six. But it won't. It won't be long, Rob. I don't think I could. I think I'll just go. I think I'll just look bulky. I don't think I can shred, Josh. Do you not think you can shred? Oh, do you know what someone said to me in, in the shops the other day? It's the best thing anyone's ever said. What they said? Oh, hello, you, Rob. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can have a picture. Yeah, yeah. And he went. This man went to me. You look like a lot musclier in real life. Oh wow. I, I, you know what? That really put. That really yeah. put a fucking. Finger up my ass. That did. That made me feel good. Yeah, I bet it did. Um, right. Uh, should we do small business shout outs? Yeah. Sorry. We'll do. We we'll do loads of correspondence uh, on Friday. Uh, we'll do some on Friday and then some next week because we haven't done any for ages. Yes. Here we go. I've got Sushi Wales. Sushi Wales. It's a pre-place in Wales. <laughs> no, it's Sushi Wales. If you want Sushi in Wales, you need to go to yeah. Sushi Wales. So www.sushiwales.com or Sushi yeah. Wales on Instagram. Sushi Wales sounds a bit like a rapper. Yeah, it, is, it, it. Do you know what? It's quite. It, it, it rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Sushi Wales. Is is that a new thing? You know, people always go, "Oh, sounds like a bloody rock album." For yeah, a yeah. weird, is this like the modern day sort of dad banter? It, it does feel like you're. It does feel like you're being old to say it sounds. Oh, it like sounds a like rapper. bloody rapper. Yeah, MC and Sushi Wales. Just, I'll be honest with you. It sounds like a, a dad from about 1987. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Sushi Wales. It's a pre-order delivery service delivering fresh restaurant quality sushi to your jaw. We deliver from our restaurant in Cardiff to the Cardiff Valleys, Newport Valley, Swansea Valley, and Neath Valley. We've only been operating for a couple of months, but we'll be expanding further afield of time. We use a refrigerated van. And 
have created platters that remain fresh once leaving the restaurant so that we're able to deliver fresh sushi to people who would otherwise have to drive an hour or more to the nearest Japanese restaurant. We sell fish, vegan and gluten-free platters, all handmade by sushi chefs with years of experience. New customers can get 10% off their first order when signing up for a mailing list. You can find us at SushiWales.com or at SushiWales on Instagram and Facebook. That's Wales, the country, W-A-L-E-S. There we go. Hey, Rob and Josh. Absolutely loving the podcast. It's accompanied me on many a drive, a few sessions of acupuncture and one wisdom tooth removal. (laughs) There's another writing. What's the weirdest thing where you thought I'll put on the podcast to get through this? Also, acupuncture is really relaxing. You don't need to put on a podcast. Anyway, neither here nor there. I bet someone's had sex to this podcast by accident. Have you had sex? Well, like, if... You were listening to the podcast, and then it's one thing led to another. Make... <laughs> Are you stopping the podcast? I think they'd stop to rubber up after hearing what we've just said today. <laughs> Wanted to share a small business shout out for my dad's company, embarrassingly named Hot Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. <laughs> This is great. (laughs) Oh, it's a good show. Dad is a a proper mad inventor, including electric plate warmers, the product that no one needs, but who wouldn't want it? This is an absolute slam from his daughter. Instead of putting plates in the oven, they warm the middle of your plates, keeping the edges cool so you can lift it. Perfect for keeping your Easter roast lamb or nut roast warm on the plate. Would be hugely appreciate any push at all. You can find your very own plate warmer at hotideas.co.uk. <laughs> Love your stuff, M. I mean, there's a big argument for just using a tea towel. Yeah, but, but I don't want to put him out of business. No, hot, I, <laughs> hot ideas. <laughs> I would absolutely love it if that was I, the biggest small business shout out peak that we ever saw. Hot Ideas Electrics. He's got loads of stuff on the go. It's all heat based. Oh, <laughs> this geezer's got so many things. Plate warmers, round bread baskets, electric proving basket coming soon. He's not done Napkins. That. They can't have warm napkins. The rectangular bread baskets, aprons, lemonettes. They can't be hot, can they? I don't know. I think he's buying no, no, the, stuff. The, the bottle bag for the champagne, that can't be hot, can it? <laughs> that, who wants hot champagne? I mean, it's a hot idea, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a hot idea. <laughs> it's a hot the slippers? Idea. Oh, product coming soon. Pictures are being taken. Descriptions are being added. You won't regret if you come back. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. I love this guy. This guy's brilliant. Oh, you've got to get him on Dragon's Den. Yeah. Oh. He needs 18 quid for a 10% share. <laughs> Goes, He's got cafetiere jackets. That's a jacket for a cafetiere, by the way, not a jacket with pictures of cafetiers on it. Some of this, I think he buys wholesale and flogs, but then Hot Ideas Electrics is his thing. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, these, yeah. Are the, these are the plate warmer things. Heat plates in a sophisticated manner without the fear of cracks, crazy, not damage. Um, I like this guy. What no, is get a to Hot Ideas. God knows, mate, but 35 quid for a it's hot, a hot for a idea. Lemon. Yeah, cafetiere jackets. Who's dressing up their coffee? <laughs> we're absolutely slamming here, but it's a great bit of advertising. I love it. Trays. There yeah. we go. There He's we got go. all sorts of geezer. He does do tea towels as well. Hotideas.co.uk. Um, <laughs> it's even got a search function. He's got so many products. There's a search function. Blue and white check. He's got every colour of apron you want, mate. He's on it. Um, do you want a hot apron? No, I'm, I'm all. I don't. I think my. I quite like a lukewarm apron. I don't know about you. Uh, room temp's fine for my aprons. 
picnic rugs. Anyway, hotideas.co.uk. Get involved. All right. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye. See you on Friday. Bye. Bye.